0: Welcome Apprentices and Acolytes to unlock the knowledge and today we're gonna to talk about Star Wars movies are back ready up ready up my destiny Star Wars movies are back baby but they're not really back yet all right it's soon and I'm very excited about the idea of returning to movies, because I feel like that's the one thing that has been missing from, I don't know, since the beginning of the Disney era. And I know that there's a lot of criticisms about Star Wars in general in this era of Disney, because yeah, you know, it's Disney. It is what it is. There's a lot of criticisms for the sequel trilogy. There's a lot of criticisms for Star Wars in general. But at the end of the day, the one thing that I am most excited about is just returning to the movies, to the big screen. And you know me, a lot of people call me a shill. I mean, there's all the people that I know that are positive that think I'm a grifter, So which I think is actually quite funny. Uh, But at the end of the day, this channel is specifically about talking Star Wars. I love Star Wars so much. I cannot stop talking about Star Wars. I'm the guy that tries to find an excuse to talk about Star Wars in every single conversation that I have. And there's always one place that you can come and talk Star Wars, and it's the Dark Temple. Visited by Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many of the Force-sensitive like yourself. I'm Lord Dagobir, and thank you for coming to the channel to talk about Star Wars movies. I feel like, even when everybody has been so upset about a certain movie, and everybody I feel like has something to say about The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi is by far the most controversial, the most polarizing Star Wars movie that I've seen since Attack of the Clones, and it's sad to see that there is such a segregated part of the community now. It's completely in two, and then you have the people that hate Star Wars, or the people that love Star Wars, and then, you know, then you have those strains of communities that are completely separated, and, you know, they're niched down, they're even more specified to what they love, whether it's just the Old Republic, or it's just the High Republic, and there's people that love Andor, and are super positive about Andor, But even though they're super positive about Andor, they completely, I don't know, just (laughs) they're really toxic about every other part of the Star Wars stories that come out in the Disney era. But today I just wanted to talk about specifically about what you miss when it comes to Star Wars movie experiences. And I'm not talking about story. I'm not talking about, you know, Disney era versus prequel trilogy versus uh, original trilogy. Just the idea of buying a, a ticket for the movies going to Star Wars. And there's a lot of things that I feel like a lot of us kind of forgot when it comes to Star Wars movies. And the one thing that I miss the most, believe it or not, is standalone movies. I remember something that was said to me a while back is like, you got what you wanted, but you lost what you had. And I remember so many people criticizing, you know, the sequel trilogy as they did. And then of course, after Solo, that was it. That was the last Star Wars movie, standalone movie that we've gotten. And I miss that era. I miss that time where there was something to look forward to every year on the big screen. I'll take it, you know, albeit that it was quite a bit. You know, you had an episode of Star Wars, not like a regular movie. And I think that's the one thing a lot of us need to understand is that when it comes to episodic movies in Star Wars, those are the most important, right? For instance, the new Ray movie is going to be coming out in a few years, and it's very interesting to me that we haven't really heard about an Episode 10, and I don't want to hear about an Episode 10 for a while. In fact, if I think that they do make an Episode 10, I want it to be disconnected to everything that we've seen so far. I want it to be so far into the future, very similar to the Ninth Jedi from Star Wars Visions. You know, or maybe characters down the road, whether that's going to be a Grogu down the line or just some new original character that we've never seen before in an era where completely Jedi are completely extinct. And same with the ideas of the Sith. Maybe the Force is just forgotten in general. And I like the idea that Episode 10 will be Episode 10 and bound to nothing outside of the words of Star Wars. An episode. And that's the one thing that I do love about these standalone films is that they are by themselves. They are so uniquely special that you can just watch them and not know about anything else. Even Rogue One. Yeah, I mean, like, sure, you know, it goes into the main story of Star Wars between three and four. But at the same time, too, you don't really need to know that because just about every single character in that movie is an original character. You've never seen them before especially if you've seen the movies you do not know who these people are and that's what's so cool about solo a star wars story yeah you know han solo but i think a lot of people know han solo that haven't seen star wars and that's what's so incredibly unique about these standalone films and both those movies rogue one and solo a star wars story are pretty good movies yeah i mean they're not the greatest star wars movies but they're very good movies, and they are also successful movies that made money inside the box office. Albeit that solo Star Wars story didn't make the billions of dollars that the episode of Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and the rest of those movies did. No, they did not. But as a regular movie and its standards, it made some decent money. But at the end of the day, when you have that label of Star Wars, certain standards need to be met. There's a certain, I don't know, quality level that needs to be met and that everyone adheres to or wants to see you adhere to and because of what had happened with not just it coming out after the most controversial star wars that we've ever seen not just because marvel was also around that time with Endgame and everything else and i think even game of thrones came out that year too i could be wrong the idea of it was the entertainment industry was arguably at its peak around that time so anything not, to that level, on the screen of the big screens and movies, was kind of seen as, like, not really that great. Just not as good as everything else. And when you're not as good as everything else, yeah, you know, it's gonna get criticized. It's, it's gonna get hit. And then when it got hit, and then we heard the announcement that, well, maybe this was a little bit too much Star Wars too soon, and maybe we were doing too much that i think was the validation that a certain side of the fandom most arguably hurt and upset because of the last jedi they were probably acknowledged in their success that this was wrong star wars did mess up star wars made a mistake and i think when you validated that that also created the idea that maybe these people that are you know going full time and so uh putting everything into their content and their articles and writing that uh, to attack the entity, to attack the Star Wars brand. Maybe they're correct. Maybe they're not just shouting out into, into space. Maybe everybody else is hearing them and hearing them they did. And in that moment, yeah, we got what we wanted because we wanted less Star Wars, but we lost what we had. And I feel like that there, what we had was some pretty okay stories. Some pretty good stories with Rogue One. Some pretty good stories with Solo Star Wars story. The Force Awakens is one of my favorite. I, I love that damn thing, man. I, I love The Force Awakens. Even, when it, even, even though attached to the rest of the other stories, it's not really that great, I would say. And there's a lot of uh, unfulfilled potential, I think is what we like to say, right? But I do miss those times. And I think Star Wars has needed to return to the big screen for a very, very long time. The Mandalorian and Grogo is so exciting. And I remember last year making a podcast episode about the idea of the Mandalorian coming to the big screen. There was an article a while back, I think it was from Variety or something, but the idea that the Mandalorian was coming to the big screen was because of Jon Favreau. He loved the idea of bringing that character to the movies. Because, not, 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 not just because like the Mandalorian was such a well-rounded character, he believes Star Wars fit at the best on the big screen. And when that rumor was going around, I think that was ultimately when they made the decision to bring that character in one way or another to the big screen. You have to. Mandalorian, the season, the first two seasons of the Mandalorian are probably some of the best Star Wars ever. The character is so well written at that point. And albeit that the season three was actually not as strong as the others, but it's still solid. It's still, it's still a solid show. Yeah, maybe you probably should have brought the Mandalorian before the book of Boba Fett, before those two episodes, but better late than never. Because now we have something to look forward to. Now, maybe, they can right their wrongs with the opportunity here, and maybe Grogu does finally go and train. Maybe, I don't know, maybe something happens with Ahsoka or some other Jedi that they find, and, and maybe maybe Grogu does get the training that he deserves. But it's the experience I'm most excited for. I remember when The Force Awakens was announced, and I remember The Force Awakens being probably one of the greatest trailers that I'd ever seen. I think it is the best trailer that I've ever seen for Star Wars, and that probably makes it my favorite Star Wars trailer of all time. And I remember working at my really terrible dead-end job in Boca Raton, Florida as a waiter, (laughs) and getting on my little iPhone and watching The Force Awakens trailer. And there's one shot that will always remain in my head forever permanently and that is the end of the trailer with the millennium falcon evading the tie fighters i think that's one of the best shots in star wars a top 10 for me my favorite is probably in empire strikes back where darth vader is waiting for luke skywalker (laughs) and then he says the force is with you you know but you're not a jedi yet you know and that i think probably sums up Star Wars the most that one shot and when I saw that Millennium Falcon on the deserts of Jakku evading the First Order TIE fighters I felt that too that's what I miss I miss the experience of it the marketing remember Toy Story back in the day you had force Fridays or force Thursdays or uh, whatever it was and, it was just some marketing scheme to get people excited about the new Star Wars stuff they were coming out so you could buy toys. And, you know, I was excited. I had money, I was gonna do it, I waited out, to, I think the first one was at like 8 or 10 o'clock at night when the store was closed. You know, toy st- uh, you know Toys R Us doesn't really exist anymore. But even when The Rise of Skywalker came out, I also did The Journey to the Rise of Skywalker and I waited outside, I think it was Target at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I walked in there and I got stuff. There wasn't like a lot of stuff I was excited about, but there were certain things that, that really got me excited to watch. You know, I was kind of at this point where, because of The Last Jedi, I knew that it wasn't the story that I wanted, but I was still excited for the idea of Star Wars. Maybe there was something that I could enjoy about it. And I was really excited for that one little thing to happen, you know, and even with how I felt about the trilogy as a whole I Still miss Star Wars on the big screen. I mean I I even still have these stubs, you know, and this is one of the posters for the IMAX down here, and You know, I'm actually making a big little bulletin board, and I like Putting these Star Wars stories on there And even if I don't like it, it's still the memory that I got to witness it. That I I got to be there with people. That I got to see it. I always think about the Phantom Menace. In the Phantom Menace, you know, I was only like nine. But I remember Darth Maul. I remember Darth Maul. I remember seeing Darth Maul for the first time. And I think everybody remembers. (sighs) Duel of Fates, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That boy coming out there. Oh my gosh, that Zabrak. Dark side with his black and red and and the way it hits with John Williams man and both the lightsabers come out That changed my life as a kid it was the idea for some reason I don't know why two lightsabers on one and on each ends of a lightsaber just blew my damn mind What you can do that? Oh my god, that's so cool. That's literally what I thought man. (laughs) <laughs> Darth Maul is the coolest dude in the whole town and then he died yeah so <laughs> it's it's that's what I remember right every movie has that every movie has that and, and it's because of the soundtracks it's because of the marketing it's because of the excitement to see Star Wars on the big screen again baby again and this time you're conscious This time you remember everything. Maybe, maybe you're not as excited as you used to be because, yeah, you know, Disney and Star Wars and the storytelling isn't the way you want, but maybe there is something that you're going back for. Maybe it's family. Maybe it's friends. Maybe it's a new person that you just met in your life and you want to share in with the experience with them. That's why I'm excited. And I can't wait for whatever Star Wars story that we get to see the soundtrack. The soundtrack it tells a better story than majority of the stories. Why? Because I'll never forget the Phantom Menace Duel of Fates. I'll never forget Attack of uh, Attack of Clones, uh, and Anakin going in the ton- uh, in, in the in the sunset looking for his mother. I'll never forget Revenge of the Sith. I'll never forget Battle of Heroes. I'll never forget Anakin's dark deeds. You know, of course, there's a bunch of amazing soundtracks in the original trilogy, but I didn't see that in the theaters day one. You know, I've only seen the rehashes and, you know, the, uh... You know, the reshoots and and whatnot that we've seen. You know, I just saw the 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi. Awesome. I have the poster up there. It's one of my favorite things, (laughs) you know? uh, But even with, like, The Force Awakens, uh, I'll never forget hearing uh, Rey's footsteps. You know, the first steps. That's an awesome soundtrack, you know? Even The Last Jedi, the movie that put me in the most pain in Star Wars, I'll never forget the spark, that soundtrack, with Luke coming out of the crate hangar and and marching his way into the AT-ATs and the, uh, what are the ATMTs, the larger ones in the First Order, and then Kylo Ren saying, I want every weapon you have to fire on that man. And, And that soundtrack was just so, so different from the rest of the trilogy. Because, even though I don't like The Last Jedi, I think The Last Jedi has an amazing soundtrack. And I'll never forget seeing that on screen, emotionally, so freaking butthurt about everything that was going on in that movie. And I finally got to see Luke Skywalker the way I wanted to see him. And... That song, I think, will go down as one of the craziest scenes that I had seen as an adult that... I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I was angry, upset, happy. I was all these emotions. And then even in The Rise of Skywalker, where I remember Journey to Exegol with Kylo Ren holding the Wayfinder and that beautiful transition was probably the best opening to a movie that I've seen since Revenge of the Sith. Oh my god, man. And then the rest of the movie wasn't that, you know, but... I still enjoyed that, man. I, I still love that magic. That's the whole reason why I didn't throw this out. It's, it's 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 a scene like that it's a song like that you know it's the marketing like that to see it all over the movie theaters and then you still have these stubs from and you know, from the last jedi from the force awakens all these other movies you know solo a Star wars story rogue one i don't have the force awakens in uh, rogue one because i was homeless but you know, it's it's stuff like that where now I'm acquiring these things because I'm very sentimental about this stuff because I was so cold in my, in my previous eras of my life and I now I understand the value. I don't take it for granted anymore. I don't know when, I don't know how long I'm going to live, I don't know when the last time I'm going to see a Star Wars movie is. So I want to make sure that I have these memories when the, the, the day that comes where I do, I'm, I'm on my deathbed and I can look at it and remember this, at least I got to see this with you. At least I got to share in with this camera with the people that are listening to this podcast right now that I wish that I could talk to, that I wish I was there watching it with. Even if you're negative, you know, I don't really appreciate toxic people and nasty people, you know? But I understand one thing, weirdly enough, the people that go out of their way to put a hateful comment on my video, no matter what I'm talking about, even if it has nothing to do with them. Even though they're just like someone that isn't subscribed to the channel, because 92% of the people that watch these videos don't subscribe to my channel. Weirdly enough, when they say shit like Disney, Disney killed Star Wars, or Star Wars is dead, you know, or whatever crap they're gonna put in the bottom of the cameras. Weirdly enough, they care about the franchise. Weirdly enough, they still love Star Wars in their own weird way. Is it healthy? That's debatable. But the thing is, is like we both love Star Wars. We both care about Star Wars. There is your Star Wars and there is my Star Wars. And at the end of the day, that is Star Wars. And I think that's why a lot of us can get excited still. A lot of us are very excited for the idea of Star Wars being back on the big screen. And I am one of those people. I love it, man. I love it, and I don't get tired of it. Even with Kenobi, even with Book of Boba Fett, even with Rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi, man. I don't care. Yes, it sucks for me. You know, it sucks for you guys. But at the end of the day, there are still things I can find about the franchise to get ex- to get really excited about. To get enthusiastic, to make me say, Let's go, bro! Because that's just who I am, you know? And honestly, it's more for me, bro. (laughs) I'm really excited. And I can't wait to see even stupid shit. Stupid stuff like the popcorn boxes, man. I remember I went to go see uh, Multiverse of Madness. I'm not even a big Marvel guy. You know, I just like Doctor Strange. I think he's really cool. You know, I think it was America Chavez. You know, got that Hispanic blood in me. So I, I appreciate it. So I was pretty hype. Uh, and I think that they did is, you know, they had the popcorn boxes, but they also were giving out like these mini finished fi- uh, figurines on the top of their Slurpee cups and stuff. Dude, where's my Grogu one, bro? Where's my Mando one, bruh? You know? I even got the Rise of Skywalker popcorn bin that's completely unopened. I haven't opened it yet, and it's the Knights of Ren, and it's Kylo Ren there. Yeah, bro, I want to get that thing. I want to be able to have that to show, you know, my kids, or the, my, you know, my nephews, or who I, you know, whatever the hell, dude, I just... That's what I want. That's what I'm excited about, and it may not mean anything to you, and it may be stupid. You may think I'm a shill. I don't care, bro. That's what makes me happy, and that's the what's so important. If it makes you happy, do it. And I cannot wait for the day that I see Mandalorian and Dengrogu on the big screen. I'm excited for a Ray story that will potentially flesh her out better than any of the novelizations and comic books that we got. And anything that was in the sequel trilogy. I'm excited for that. Because I know those kids when I go to Batu. A lot of those kids that I see, they're dressing up in Rey stuff, they're dressing up in Finn stuff. They are so excited to see Kylo Ren, the Stormtroopers, and there's so many of them. There are so many of them, and they're completely unaware and unconscious to the idea of what's happening online. To what stupid people like me say, to what grifters and shills say. They're just excited to see their favorite character, and their favorite character is probably Vimarati or Cardinal, or Ray or Finn, or Chewbacca at to, you know? There's so much that I think that a lot of us when we grew up we lost touch with that magic of Star Wars, the idea of Star Wars. Whether it was you and your father putting in the snow movie of Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and the Battle of Hot you know, or, or Darth Maul lighting his double-bladed freaking lightsaber, dude. Revenge of the Sith and watching Mustafar and Obi-Wan Kenobi go at it with Battle of Heroes which is like one of the greatest scenes in Star Wars dude I think there's a lot that we probably lost touch with as a fandom and it makes sense because you know when you get older there's a lot of stuff going on in your life and you know you are the way you are you know for better or for worse and for better or for worse man I'm gonna be excited about these stories on the big screen because I love a lot Of these shows, not all of them, definitely not all of them. You've seen my reactions, but I'm very excited that Star Wars is returning to the big screen, and I hope this time around we don't lose something just because we got something new. I hope that you know that the powers of that be, you know, behind Lucasfilm's storyboard and Star Wars. That we can continue to get standalone Star Wars movies, other trilogies on the big screen, and also the streaming, the streaming movies and series, you know, at the best quality that we can muster. Because that's what Star Wars deserves, man. It's not just any franchise. It's not just a comic book. It's not just a video game, man. It's Star Wars. And it means so much to people like me and everybody else in the comment section. And that's what I'm excited for. To see what new characters, to see what new stories that are gonna excite people and give people hope that the franchise is exactly what they want to be. That's what I'm excited for. And when it comes out, there's gonna be one place you can always talk about this. And that's INSIDE THE DARK TEMPLE. Visited by Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many of the Force Sensitives like yourself, I am Lord Dagavir, and I'll see you around, fam. Deuces!